Santos's kick is lined up. The kick is good. He got it. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo himself, Tom Childs, and backing us up at safety is Dave Barnett. So this week's show is just a simple mailbag session where we answer your questions. Now listeners have asked some all sorts of weird questions, <laughs> all sorts. Are you guys ready? Yeah, why not? It's been a while. Let's do it's it. It's been a while. Let's, let's, let's answer some of these questions. It's been a while since all three of us have been together, so I'm looking forward to this. And just to let you guys know that this is the 99th show, so no. next time will be... The 99th. Number, yeah, so next time will be the number 100. The big so draft we'll, show. Exactly. All three of us need to be together for this show. Well, maybe not necessarily together. We're going to get room. a special, special guest on. A special, uh, special guest. Yeah, a super special guest. If you want to chase up Seth a super, super special guest, <laughs> go for it. Get Seth and Ryan on at the same time. Wow. Uh, that's, uh, we, we struggle with three of us in one conversation. God knows how we're going with five. Um, but yeah, this is the 99th show. So wow. congratulations to anyone that's been with us for all 99. I pity you. <laughs> what are you listening to this for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 99 eh? Let's not do another live show like last time, please. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not, no. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, right, okay, let's get into the questions, shall we? Let's do it. They're all really crazy questions, but we'll start off with some Chiefs ones because it is a Chiefs podcast. Um, crazy questions. This one's from Connor, Connor Horton. What do you think is the Chiefs' biggest need going into the first round in the draft? Is it CB or Edge or Pretty, I dare say it's pretty much CB. open to everybody. Yeah. Did you actually just say CB corner? Yeah, yeah. I, I shortened that just so you knew it would be a cornerback, but I'm guessing you didn't know. Um, my, my... <laughs> I don't know what a CB is, <laughs> but I'm going to answer this straight away. For me, it it it's cornerback. Um, I know I've, I've got a feeling Dave's going to disagree with me, but um, in a passing league, I think we are still one or two short and it's one or two light at cornerback um, even after signing Breland with, even with signing Breland with the addition of Ogbar and Okafor I feel slightly better about the Chiefs D-line than I did a few weeks ago and I don't from what I've seen from and what I've heard is that at the top of the first round or at the back end of the first round there isn't going to be the value there to go and get an edge. Okay, it might be a bigger need, which was the question, but I I would like the Chiefs to go out and get a corner and get some value there. Uh, yeah, I'm disagreeing. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would. That's, that's what I do. Um, yeah, I I do think cornerback is still a need. I don't think it's somewhere that we're going like, to ignore or anything like that. But I just think with the signing of Breland, um, obviously Ward's sort of um, play towards the end of the year, and obviously we've got Kendall Fuller. I don't think as pressing a need as probably at safety, um, and probably even at um, D line still. Like we've got some rotational bodies in, but I still don't see like a, a starter there really. Hmm. Um, so I would probably say the end and safety are the two 
where I would expect us to be looking um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see us trade up to get into the the mid high teens probably yeah. so, um, so when we're talking edge we're talking a pass rushing edge because at the moment we've got a couple of guys that look like they can play edge but yeah. they are run stuffing yeah. edge linemen like we've got the big bodies in speaks we've got oka for and look like they're going to hold up absolutely fine against the run but when you when you say we need an edge rusher you are purely talking about a four free end that can rush the passer preferably yeah. with a speed rush yes i i would say so i still i don't think you want to have the same situation as we did with d ford where they basically can only rush the passer, passer, and are bad against the run. The run mm. Basically, I still think you want somebody that can do both, but mm-hmm. I still, yeah, I, you are looking more at a pass rusher than yeah than it's anything in, else. It's interesting you were mentioned before about moving up as well, because there's there's quite a few rumours that the Chiefs are looking to move up. Um, I think Connor asked the same question on this. If the Chiefs move up on the uh, to the mid teens, who would you like them to take? So it's hard to say. Yeah, because you just don't know who's like the draft's so hard to call because you you go into go into it thinking certain guys are going to fall mm. to various bits and the various spots, and then all of a sudden there's a run on a position and guys are gone and yeah. you know you, you end up having to look elsewhere so it's really difficult to say especially when you're trading up like looking to trade up because you yeah you just can't speculate who who or what is you know is going to be available um but i certainly there is there's a group of probably what f- five or six guys mm-hmm. where i think if one of them is still probably available going into you know um, the the mid late teens that the Chiefs would probably want to be looking at getting I'll, around that spot. I'll throw a name out there. A guy that I have seen uh, put about a little bit is Brian Burns. Um, the Edward you like from, him, don't you? From FSU, yeah. yeah. It's one, one of the few prospects I've actually had a look at. Like Over the last month or so, I've been slowly but surely looking at more and more prospects, and they have been the likes of... Um, it, the, the positions have been edge, has been D-line, has been corner safety, and I've looked at the odd linebacker, but generally it's been at the edge rushes and corners, which I've looked at the most. And Brian Burns is the one that I've kind of targeted as a possible for the Chiefs because of where he could fall to like some mock drafts having going 8th 9th 10th but then you see other mock drafts falling all the way to Seattle down at 22 so there's such a a large spectrum for him to fall into so maybe he could be a guy that the Chiefs could end up trading up for to go and get in the late teens if he still sat there obviously some other stock we're not talking edge now but we're talking tackle like Look at Ed Oliver, for example. He his stock has been bouncing up, bouncing up and down the whole of the off season. He come into the season, it projected to be a top five pick. Then he's been projected to late of the first round. Then middle of the first round, and he had his pro day last week, and now he's all of a sudden projected to be a top five pick again. So as Dave just said a minute ago, you, you don't really know. You don't know well, where s- these players are going to fall. Still a couple fall. of weeks out. Like, exactly. Stuff's going to happen now, and you know, news might come out about people that will change opinions and stuff 
So <laughs> any weed videos or like you know draft night? <laughs> yeah, it, it, <laughs> Who was that again? Oh, it was. Um, it was the um, Tunsil. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah. But, it's, <laughs> but look at the 2017 draft class for quarterbacks. Everyone was going into it saying it's the worst year for quarterbacks in God knows how long. And then look what happened. The Chiefs identified a guy, the Bears identified a guy, and the Texans identified a guy. And the draft just got turned on its head. The Bears traded up, the Chiefs traded up, and the Texans traded up, all mm. for quarterbacks. And now we're looking at it as one of the best quarterback classes in, in donkey's years. So you, no one really knows what's going to happen for the next two weeks. None of us know what Brett Veach is thinking. No one thought he was going to go for Breland Speaks last year. He traded up to go and get Breland Speaks. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs ended up taking a wide receiver with their yeah. 29th pick. I just genuinely wouldn't be surprised. I think everything is in play with Brett Veach. I generally do. Yeah. <laughs> I, really I, does, yeah. I genuinely think he is, from the moves that he's made so far and the way that he drafted last year, I think he's more of a need guy than a best player available guy. Mm-hmm. I, I think completely agree. The the pick of Speaks and you know Armani Watts and um, probably Nardi as well. Like they just screamed like you know this was what where Veach thought we needed to get better. Mm. So that's where he's going to draft, and I, I think. Um, that seems to be his mo, um, yeah, more I think you're right. so than Dorsey, who was probably a bit more of a best player available kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's one of those. It's not. I don't think there's this sort of either way is a better way. It's just how well you evaluate the talent, regardless. Because at the end of the day, no one's gonna give you grief about drafting a guy. 10 places above where everyone thought he was going to go mm-hmm. if he then turns out to be a, a very good NFL player mm-hmm. it doesn't matter at that point like you it's when you go up for guys like that and then they don't sort of pan out which is what I think people were looking at with Speaks last year where he kind of drafted this guy who didn't seem like a fit for the basically the defense that the chief ran Mm-hmm. and people were sort of scratching their heads a little bit and it's like okay you can sort of see it come to fruition a little bit more now with the scheme change and you do have to wonder whether that was supposed to be on the cards last year um, mm-hmm. so it will be interesting to see but yeah I think as I say safety edge I do think we'll go for a corner but I because we've obviously got um, several picks in sort of on on day two basically mm-hmm. I'd look more there than probably see who drops the first there, yeah. round pack first round pick I don't I don't think there's an urgent need for a day one starter mm-hmm. like there probably is at edge and safety for me yeah um so I think there's probably a guy you can draft in the sort of early mid rounds um to to sort of slowly work the way into it especially because obviously Breland's only on a one year deal so you know it kind of bring a guy through so that he's ready more for next year I guess Mm -hmm. than having to plug a guy in day one Um, and yeah I think one position we haven't really discussed but I think is definitely with obviously um, Harris going to Cleveland tight end I think this is a deep deep tight end draft 
there's a lot of good players there. Mm-hmm. So I'd be shocked with probably one of our first four or five picks if we didn't go tight end. Yeah, I, I think you're right about Veach being a, a more of a value kind of guy. He'll get somebody that's a need, like you said. But I just get that feeling. He he, he seems to as though he's seen someone. He's seen he's seen someone that he's willing to move up for. But I, none of us, for the life of us, could actually think who that could be because, like you said, is there's there's a lot of great players in this on offensive side of the ball. Um, so there is rumours flying around that it could be a wide receiver and all that and yeah you know I, I'd be happy either side really but I think you're right he's more of a need guy is he going to, just going to go in yeah. there and just get my the, my the only needed... problem is that I think and I sort of mentioned it before is the the really good edge guys are probably all going to be gone by the time we pick mm. so if there is a guy that Beach loves then I would expect us to, to does like his wide receivers though doesn't he he does. Yeah, but I say that it's one of those when you don't. We've got Hill and Watkins. Mm. It's it's not. I I just it would be insane when there's so many needs on the defense and elsewhere. I, yeah. It just would be insane to draft a receiver first. Especially pick. especially when you consider that the Andy Reid system is notoriously hard to pick up for a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, he, if we do get a wide receiver come in. Are they going to be any more effective than, say, Demarcus Robinson would be um, in in year one? Eventually, they might turn out to be a better player, but at the moment, you'd probably say that D. Rob is the third wide receiver on his team, and a rookie would have to do well to come in and beat him out of that spot. So, I don't think you're helping the 2019 Kansas City Chiefs in their Mahomes small contract window mm. by drafting a wide receiver this year, especially with the first thing. round pick. You might be able to get away with it with a later pick, but yeah, first it, round, I, there is so many... Like, if you said to me third, fourth round, I wouldn't be wholly against the idea. Um, but yeah, the first first round pick would would just seem insane to me. I'm sure that mm. people will disagree and mm. say otherwise, but yeah, it would be weird for me. The uh, going in in that direction, really, what you were mentioning before about uh, you know we've got Tyreek and and you know a lot of well, a couple of good good receivers already in there. Uh, we've got a question from Harreen De Silva. Obviously, we are unsure what the Tyreek Hill situation is because uh, there was some rumors before, wasn't there, about the. Um, Veach was trying to find out what teams would trade for him, whether mm-hmm. they would or not. Um, again, it's all rumours, but uh, but do you see the Chiefs using him as draft capital to trade up with no. the worry that the other situation No, I, I, I don't think we need to spend too long on this question because we don't know what's happening with his situation. Is no. But the fact is that no one knows what's happening really and his, dra- his trade value at the moment is zero. And unless that changes dramatically in the next two weeks, um, I I don't can't see the Chiefs trading him at all. If the the Chiefs are getting rid of him, the only way they're going to get rid of him in the next couple of weeks is by cutting him, yeah. and that would be through him doing something extremely wrong. Mm-hmm. And and then you'd like to think if he had done what people are saying he possibly could have done, then the whole league wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot barge pole um, so I, I don't I think if the Chiefs are looking to get rid of Tyreek Hill he holds zero trade value whatsoever right. and I think the chances of him being traded are 0% if if I'm being perfectly honest but again we, it's only it's only speculation because of we don't because we don't know what's happening with his legal situation okay yeah. he's come out and made a video and whatnot, and he looks like he's training again but at the end of the day we, we have nothing concrete to work work with at all so we can only speculate 
True to form after this podcast is released, 20 minutes later, Tyreek Hill will be out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Now that Tom's said that, well done. Thank you very much, Tom. The kiss of death. (laughs) The kiss of death from the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, The only other question I've got is from Jacob Matthews. If the Chiefs had the number one overall pick, who would you take in this draft? Is there anybody there that you go, that's definitely number one? I think Dave likes the guy out of Alabama, doesn't he? Alabama. What's that? Sorry, I didn't hear the question. If you if the Chiefs had the number one overall, who would you want them to pick? Oh, Nick Bosa. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, it's not straight away. He's a stud and fits the biggest need on the Chiefs defense, probably for me. So right. yeah, it would be an absolute no-brainer if we we, we were picking. No-brainer. I one. I have to agree. I'd like I'd love to see. Nick Bosa versus Joey Bosa. Okay, different positions, but Chargers versus Chiefs every year add a little bit more spice to the rivalry. Yeah, um, yeah. And we would be getting a, a hell of a player. Um, some say he's better than his brother. So um, if, <laughs> if he, even if he was as good as his brother, we would be laughing. So yeah, I'm the same. Um, position of need, best player available. Obviously, he's not going to go number one. Uh, Murray looks like he's going to go number one to the Cardinals if they can get rid of Rosen, which they will. Uh, to the Redskins, Alex Smith's replacement. But um, yeah, Bose is the best player in this draft and I would love for him to be a Chief, but obviously it's not going to happen yeah. unless the Chiefs are willing to give up three, four first round picks to move up that far because that's probably what it would take to move up to the number one. Yeah, well, the Jets were offering a third round, weren't they? Their third round pick or something? You never know, miss. You never know. Yeah, but aren't they drafting like third? Well, yeah. <laughs> Although, what was it? Chicago gave up a, a what two years ago when they drafted Trubisky. Uh, they gave up like Trubisky. two twos and a third, didn't they, to move up two spots, mm. which is insane. So you think you're trying to move up from? If you were to ever move up from the late twenties to number two, you, mm. you'd be talking insane draft capital, well, especially we- for a team like the Chiefs that are good and you you, you know teams. Like in going into the draft, know you're probably going to be picking late in the first round mm. for a few years afterwards. Your first round picks just don't hold as much value. Did didn't um Sammy Watkins like when they the Bills traded up to get him? Didn't they give up like two or three first rounders just to move up from like tenth to fourth just <sighs> to get Sammy Watkins? Like that was a big old trade then. So yeah, the capital wouldn't even be worth spending on on a player no matter how good they are, unless of course his name's Patrick Mahomes. But um yeah. Three or four first rounders at least to get up to number one. <laughs> yeah, let's not bother with that. We, we don't need to do that though, do we? We don't, no. So why would we do that? Why would we do that? Um, just going on the uh, the Borsa versus Borsa thing, um, another person who could be uh, heading to the AFC West, um, it was rumoured to be anyway, uh, should we be concerned with Russell Wilson, that uh, whether he actually ends up in an AFC West team? Because there was a lot no, of rumours that Russell Wilson's on his way. It's no, it's not happening. Not happening. I mean, this is probably one of those things where, uh, like, it'll come back and I'll sound stupid. Um, but yeah, it's it's not happening. There's, there's no I wouldn't like that. to face him, though, would you? Oh God, no! He's he he was comfortably the best player we faced last year. Definitely. Um, uh, we Chiefs played really well and played really well against a number of teams, but the, ultimately the difference between the Chiefs and the Seahawks on that Sunday night football was Russell Wilson. He was a, he, he had a he just played lights out. Yeah. yeah. Um, by far and away the best quarterback we faced last year. And this is just off season chat. Russell Wilson wants a new contract. He wants his new contract before the OTA start. Um, there's obviously threats being 
thrown around, but the Seattle Seahawks aren't going to let him go. He's going to get paid what he wants. He's going to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. He's going to get his hundred million guaranteed that he wants. And there is no way in hell he's coming to the AFC West. And if he did, especially if he replaced like the likes of Derek Carr or Philip Rivers, then I would be extremely scared. But it's not going to happen, so I'm not worried. We won't play the Seahawks now unless we meet him in the Super Bowl for another three or four years. So I'm I'm absolutely fine yeah. with the Russell Wilson situation. Yeah, I'm happy. We're not we're not playing him twice uh, twice mm-hmm. a season. Um, just another draft question. Then we've got in some some really really grueling questions, my dear lads. Um, <laughs> we've got one here from uh, is it Arsi Arsi? Um, who are you targeting? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, Arsi. Don't be Arsi. Uh, who are you targeting in the second round? Is there anybody that you think they could probably drop down? Second Taylor Rapp. Yeah. Safety from. Uh, from Washington. Any reason why? Um, just, or you just think I it's just not like the market him. for him? I think he's a very good player. Yeah. Um, and his 40 time was not the quickest. So it's hurt his draft stock a little bit. Yeah. There's talk of him dropping into like the mid second round now. Yeah. So he would certainly be on the Chiefs' radar because obviously I know we don't pick until like the last couple of picks in the we got two picks right at the end of the second round but you could give up one of them and probably a fourth and move up mm-hmm. a bit if there's a guy there that you like and yeah as I say if the rumours of him falling a little bit I, I'd certainly be interested if he was round and about for sure yeah. I like I like um, back to my tight end roots um, I like Sternberger uh, the tight end out of that sounds A&M, like a great name, doesn't it? Out of A&M. Um, he excites me as a player. Um, there's a lot of good tight ends coming out, as Dave said, uh, alluded to earlier. But in terms of value, I think he's going to have a lot of it. Um, very good pass yeah. catcher. And so I think if you paired him with the likes of Travis Kelsey, then you could have a serious one-two punch. You've Former got a Kansas one- guy as well, right? Yeah, exactly. So you've got a one-two punch that can actually catch the ball as well. Um, yeah. So... Um, it would be lethal in this type of offense. So yeah, if he's sitting there at the end of the second round or the early third round, and we've got the capital to move up and go and get yeah. him, I think the Chiefs should absolutely target him and let him be the pass catcher that they want to add to the offense in this draft, not a necessarily a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be against that at all. I, I think he's a very good player as well. I think um, another guy, because obviously I, I sort of mentioned I don't think the Chiefs will go corner first round, but... Um, Isaiah Johnson from Houston. Um, he's was a former receiver that moved to cornerback and is a good player, but still sort of getting to probably his full potential. And I think he could be really good value. He's a big guy as well. Um, so yeah, I, I'd be interested if he was still sitting there around mm-hmm. the end of the second mm-hmm. round as well. I think I, some of these mock drafts that I've seen in the second round, I they, I've actually seen my draft crush in the second round, which is probably not a good thing really from my uh, my point <laughs> of view, is it? But uh, Nazir Adderley, I always mention him. I, mm-hmm. I I really like the look of him, but there's there's quite a few mock drafts now dropping him in on our yeah. lap. Basically, we don't even have to move up for him. So yeah, um, one other guy I will throw out there who is a receiver. Um, JJ Arcega Whiteside. Yeah. That is a strong name. Great name. Uh, Say that again. 
JJ or Sega Whiteside. What a name! Yeah. Uh, I uh, I've watched a lot of him because Stanford are my college team. Um, I can see that on a jersey. Yeah, Chiefs jersey. Um, he is basically a tight end that plays wide receiver. Lovely. He is a big dude, and the one thing I think we truly lack on the offense is a bona fide red zone threat a guy that you can throw the ball up to in the red zone and say go and get it outside like of Kelsey a, uh, like a no but even Kelsey's not been a great red zone yeah threat. Kelsey's not like he's not like a box out kind of guy yeah. he's not he doesn't he's not really a, a jump ball kind of guy so this, we need need like 2000 we need 2010 version of Dwayne Bow. <laughs> oh right okay yeah. Yeah. in a nutshell but, I'd say I'll say go sides you know not just exclusively like a red zone threat he's, he's got a bit of speed and he's uh, he's got very good hands as well mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I, I think he'd be a, like a per, I, I think that is literally the one thing we're really missing on offense we've got the speed you know we've got the athletic guys I just think like if we had that true big time red zone threat at wide receiver that uh, you know it's someone that you know Mahomes would love to throw to in mm. you know down in the red zone yeah. If only if only Kelvin Benjamin worked out, eh? <laughs> if he only wasn't fat. <laughs> hey, he actually leaned down. Actually, I wouldn't mind being, being that lean, to be honest. <laughs> Your um, standards are low. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy with that, Bob. Tell you. Um, right. Uh, next question. It seems to be a general question. This one because I don't know why people keep asking it, but the best jersey to get that isn't number 15 why would well, you get any other jersey that isn't, that isn't well, number I'm gonna I am gonna throw my hat in the ring right now if we draft that player that Dave just mentioned I would love to get his name on the back of my shirt I say a white side is it is that yeah, the one that is that is some name uh, uh, it's the kind of name that people would read as they're walking past you and just scratch <laughs> their head and go wonder where that's from <laughs> you play for Fulham <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, that's a cool name. If not, you can always just get Honey Badger. That's a pretty cool name to have on the back yeah, of your shirt. Yeah, so. I was gonna say that Ma- Matthew's the one for me. I would say is probably the, you know, the the standout one. If like, if you've probably already got a few Chiefs jerseys, um, you're looking at a couple of the newer guys, and yeah, I'd say, uh, yeah, the Honey Badger is definitely the best one. But all. definitely, your lock is number fifteen, isn't it? Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, you've got to have one. But as I say, like, I say, if we're excluding Mahomes, then yeah. yeah, I'd say the Honey Badge is the the next best. Definitely the next best. Yeah, such a um, shame because I was about to go out and buy a Demetrius Harris jersey as well. But you know, I know, mate. We, you know, <laughs> we were going to buy you one. We were going to chip in and get you one. Um, yeah, I was. I, you know what? I I think will be a, a a good one to get as well is uh, potentially. Um, Breland speaks if he can have wow. a good year this year. He's he's a fun guy. I like fun him. Guy. He's got like a good Breland personality, speaks. and if he can uh, work it out on the football field. In the space of a in the space of a, a scheme change, Breland speaks has gone from bust almighty to getting a <laughs> name on the back of a shirt. <laughs> Pro Bowl yeah. now. Pro I mean, no way. There's no way just, in hell if Breland speaks. Do you, do you want a random name on your jersey? Nah. Like, Chris Jones. Now there's a I was going to say, what's, what's wrong, wrong with Chris Jones? That was He's, my pick. I'm, I'm thinking of the ones that people won't already have. Everyone's already got like your 
Hill, <laughs> no one's going to buy Kelsey. No, no everyone's going to go out and buy jerseys. a Speaks jersey. No one. <laughs> well, watch you this never place. know. What this. a shit out, recommendation! When he, com- when he comes out on fire at the start of this year, you'll be. You'll be like, Dave, you're right. I'm so. I tell you what. I tell you what. Here's here's the deal. I have you. If Braylon Speaks reaches double digit sacks next year, no, he's not that kind of. Okay, right, right. Okay, is it a male bet? Okay, right. If he wins any type of award, that can be a Pro Bowl. I say Pro Bowl. Defensive Player of the Week. There we go. If he makes the Pro Bowl next year, he's not going to make the Pro Bowl. He's not the kind of player that will make the well, Pro Bowl. He's clearly not flashy enough to go and buy a jersey for. Then, like you come Why up, do you need flashy for a you jersey. Come, That's you, not what you come up. I'm sorry, I'm not a hipster. You come up with the terms, and then I will go out and buy a Brandon Speaks jersey if he reaches them. Okay. That's it. Now I'm voting for Brigland Speaks <laughs> yeah. in the Pro Bowl selection. Of, I'm trying to think what I can. <laughs> Uh, I just love it. He's gone from Brett Veach's and the Chiefs' worst pick in years to becoming a go out and buy his jersey because Dave said so. It's Never know. <laughs> mind you, it sounds like one of my worst takes. That mind doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've always thought Dave was quite logical when he's thinking, but he, he's had a mad moment there. Anyways, let's let's do the next just question. Wait Dave. I prove you wrong. You I hope that happens. I really do. Uh, and they pan to the crowd at Arrowhead, and there's just fifty sevens everywhere. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, all, all paid for by Tom Childs of the Arrowheads of War podcast. <laughs> uh, right, we've got uh, sort of a Chiefs-related one here from Andy Johnson. What do you okay. think about Bayern Munich and Inter Milan playing at Arrowhead? Um, planning to be at KC at the time, he says. I tell you what, it's, it's, it's a good showing for Kansas City in general because they're trying to get the World Cup there. Yeah, uh, they're trying to become one of the host venues, and I think there's like 30 stadiums that put their name forward, and obviously they can only select 12 or 14. So um, it's good that the Chiefs or Kansas City is getting such a big game. There was rumours that it could have, one of them could have been Arsenal because of um, it's the whole International Champions oh, Cup, and God, you'd Ars- have been all over that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I probably would have. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> Arsenal are playing in four separate cities in America. Unfortunately, Kansas City isn't one of them. They're playing in Denver, mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it is great because there's a Kansas City is a massive football town, uh, a huge football town. Sporting KC have a huge support. They all love mm-hmm. their Premier League and their European football. So it's great that Bayern Munich and AC Milan are coming across. Because if you guys are unfamiliar with Bayern Munich and AC Milan, they are two huge yeah, names, names in world football. But AC Milan aren't quite the team that they were. But if you have to, overall, they are like a top ten team. Yeah. Um, if you take in account all their history and everything, so yeah, it's a huge matchup. And, Tell you what, um, it should be, it should it will sell out. It'd be great to see seventy six thousand people yeah. watching a football game. It'd certainly be better than the whole Kansas City Wizards um, that they used to have playing at Arrowhead many moons ago. Yeah, the um, Bayern Munich are all over this, aren't they? Have you seen them on uh, social media? Just really kind of like playing up to the, uh, the you know the KC fans. Yeah, just, just pushing Mahomes. Yeah, asking, yeah, you know, asking um, where the players can go and get the best barbecue. I thought these guys have done the homework. Yeah, <laughs> these guys are getting them on board, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Mahomes wearing the Bayern Munich jersey and stuff like that. It, um, yeah, they're all over this. This is a big PR it. exercise for them. They get it, don't they? Yeah, massively. Um, so yeah, it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see mm. that, and I hope they actually stream it over here, mm. so we can watch it. Interesting facts. Well, it's not 
that interesting, I suppose. But um, at the Arsenal, they've got loads of like banners around the stadium mm. that like to celebrate their different fan clubs around the world. And actually, inside the Emirates, there's a banner that says Kansas City Gooners. Never. It does. There you go. Oh, we'll have to get them and you on a on a podcast on a at day. some point. Yeah, <laughs> a <laughs> podcast will do, mate. <laughs> it's not called a whole hog. Jeez. <laughs> Let's get them on. <laughs> um, right, we're getting some odd questions here. Duncan Smart asked. Do you shower after the gym? Yes, I'm not an animal. Yeah, who doesn't shower after the gym? Duncan, why are you asking that question? <laughs> that sounds like a very odd one. Uh, yes, I shower after the gym. Yes, I do go to the gym. <laughs> yes, what's a gym? <laughs> what's a gym? Who, who's gym? <laughs> no, I shower after Paul, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's have a look what else have we got we got uh, what is your oh this is from Rosie the Pug on Twitter what is your favourite dog breed um, a Dalmatian I used to have one they not died. a pug no, no. since it's from Rosie the Pug no I Dalmatian. can't stamp her I hate I hate small dogs that can be held <laughs> they're not dogs are they I'm actually I'm actually scared of dogs to be honest like strange really? dogs do, do frighten me a little bit and I am wary of them but I used to have a Dalmatian and um, he was the bollocks but now he's dead but still yeah Dalmatian you're so matter of fact <laughs> why you? not it's why too not? clinical yeah what's wrong with you <laughs> what about you what's your favourite my favourite dog breed um, poodle <laughs> yeah one of those you carry in your handbag yeah yeah a chihuahua <laughs> a little chihuahua yeah oh I saw one of them on the train the other day they're horrible little things I'm sorry if you've got one but they are yeah, they're like rats, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> um, I always liked Alsatians because um, my uncle had a couple of Alsatians, okay. and um, they were massive dogs. But honestly, they're like giant. They were like gentle giants with me. Uh, okay. So I've always, I've always liked Alsatians, German yep. Shepherds, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'd run a um, mile from them, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody seems to. But it's whenever I see them at the football game, you know, with the police and stuff, I'm yeah. like, oh, I want to go off and stroke them. <laughs> You'll have your arm off these things. Yeah. Um, what about Dave? Is there a, is there a dog breed that miniature Dachshunds? Yeah, the best. Oh. they are the best. Those are the ones with tiny little legs but long, low tums. Yeah. yeah, they're not as they're a little bit smaller, they're a little bit more compact than like a normal Dachshund. But yeah, the 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 body to legs ratio is a bit better as well, so they have less health problems. Right. Um, but yeah, cute as fuck, and like because obviously I'm busy and stuff. I can't do. I couldn't have a big dog. I don't have the time or the mm. space to look after a big dog, so it'd be cool to have something that you know. Like it doesn't walk dog, far. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that the slinky of dogs? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, cool. That yeah. sausage dog. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's cool. like a little bit smaller than like a. Yeah. Sounds like it's a character out of one of my kids' books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my kids, my kids read it. It's uh, called Harry McClary. It's all about these dogs. And, the, and one of them's Schnitzel von Crumb with a very low tum. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's how I know that one. What's next? What's next on Bradley Simcox? Well, talking life? talking about long dogs, <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? And that's from Anthony Stratton. See, no. I think it, that was a tedious link, that wasn't it? No, it's not. No. Okay. It's not. It's not. No, a it's hot not dog a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. It's. But it's in between bread. <laughs> Don't bread, <laughs> <laughs> but it is though. It's in between bread. It's not. It's not. It, it's not a sandwich. Okay, maybe a I'm sub not... then. Is it a sub? No. <laughs> what is it then? 
It's just a hot dog. It's a hot dog. <laughs> it's got its own like. It's just, yeah. Brad, don't start this. Because what about we, a burger then? It's a burger. It's not a sandwich. <laughs> not a sandwich burger. <laughs> no. Oh, right. you, you can't get a hot dog in a meal deal, can you? Can you not? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, let's go back and look at the football questions then. <laughs> <laughs> There's another question from Corey Jones. Do you consider the Apollos AAF champs? I think you have to. It's such a shame that the way that ended. But, it's horrible, uh, isn't it? Yeah, I feel, do feel sorry for anyone involved in the league. Um, but yeah, I think you have to consider them the one and only double AF champions. Um, that was your team as well, wasn't it? They were, the yeah, right from the first yeah. game. And I watched them, I was like, ah, that's my team. I like that. Yeah. And they were closer to home. I was thinking of geography on that one. Ah, okay. Uh, so if I ever flew over to America and was going to Orlando with the family, yeah. that was my team. So, yeah. Ah, um, yeah it's, it's a shame because I think the league could do with a developmental league if they could iron out all the contracts and the CBA and everything I think the uh, the league could do with it obviously they had the NFL Europe before mm. and then that went to pot and now the AAF they didn't really invest much into it um, I think if they wanted to they there is the market there for it and um, but the league doesn't seem like they're that interested which just seems crazy to me because you've got so many guys out on the streets trying to get in and like what 15 20 guys have already been picked up after signing which is contracts good. yeah, yeah which like, is very good yeah. for them so it shows that there, there is somewhere for players to go and play afterwards they haven't got the championship league one league two like we have over here with our football it's kind of make it as a pro or go to canada if you're an american footballer that's outside of the NFL so I, I do think there is room for it but it's, it's a shame that this didn't work out but maybe Vince McMahon and the XFL will work out we'll have mm-hmm. to wait and see till next year yeah okay uh, right two more questions then we'll, go, we'll call it a day I think uh, Mahomes' right arm that's the guy who's on Twitter um, if you were to put an NFL team overseas would you continue to support the Chiefs yes without a doubt yeah, I think I think this is the, the person who probably affects the most is me because I live the closest to London out of yeah. the three of us and it would be on my doorstep. So the opportunities for me to go and watch a London-based team would be greater than it would be for you two. Mm. That being said, there's no way in hell I would change team now. No, um, yeah, they, they, it would be ideal if it was an NFC team that come over and they or an expansion NFC team because then I could get a way of going to watch them and supporting them there in that moment yeah. because I know that their results probably wouldn't have a direct impact on the Chiefs playoff position mm-hmm. um, but if they come over and were an AFC team I would hate them as much as I hate any other AFC team <laughs> so yeah um, but long and short answer long and short of it is I'm a Chiefs fan and would continue to support the Chiefs the short answer for me is these colours don't run <laughs> nice, I like it. <laughs> and the last question we've got from Sam: American food is it over or underrated? Mm. I think it's just about right. Just about right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I certainly think there's some foods that are overrated, but then there's some food that is massively underrated. So mm-hmm. I think you get a, a sort of a mixed bag. Really, they've got some stuff there that I would love to see over here. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm. What do you think, I, yeah, I think he's nailed it. I'm not going to lie. There's some food that I just, well, I've had in America and I've just thought, nah, this isn't for me. I but don't get other biscuits food, and gravy. I just oh, do not get that. I completely disagree with you there. Grits and gravy is incredible. Really? Um, yeah, I love it. Um, nah. Yeah, I love it. 
but um, there's other foods I'm just not about and it's just so I whenever I go to America and eat food over there I come back feeling like the most unhealthiest person I've, <laughs> in the world and that is that's the bad side of American food um, but it just tastes so good that's um, the thing it tastes better <laughs> than our food by a mile uh, I wouldn't say by a mile I I'd do, say, I do. <laughs> certain British foods that uh, you just couldn't replicate in america no. yeah like you can't be a chippy or a sunday roast mm-hmm. it's just, it's just mm-hmm. not the same but then there's just other stuff that they do so so much better like barbecue for example mm. well not until brad tries it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, wait until i have my i have a go of it <laughs> and yeah like their burger places i just generally think are better they have so many options for fast food it's like they have some better plate. Like I'd love to have like an in and out over here. Yeah, be amazing. What's I've got a question. What's the what's the deal with the basket, the chicken in a basket, and burger in a basket, and things like that? Why don't they use plates? I don't know. I haven't. I don't know. Oh, but... one other place I'd love to chip for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just skim over that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but one one thing I don't Genuine get. Genuine question. <laughs> One thing I don't get, and uh, we're sidetracking a little bit, is serving food and chopping boards. To me, that's just lazy. Put it on a plate. <laughs> but, you know, and like people, when they cut into chopping boards, like all the, like, the juices fall into the cracks and stuff like that. And you don't know if they've been washed properly. So, yeah, I'm not about chopping boards. So maybe, so maybe we've both got a thing there. You don't like baskets. I don't like chopping boards. <laughs> but, yeah. But I think that's enough for this week's Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I think we covered all angles there, haven't we? <laughs> all right, well, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, for more discussions on these topics, head over to the Arrowheads Abroad Facebook page and Twitter page at KCChiefs underscore UK. So, from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon.